His name is Nathan Penny. He's Westpac's rural economist. I call him Pollyanna Penny because he's normally pretty optimistic. But Nathan, you're anything but optimistic about the price of lamb. And we are in a bit of a slump with lamb and mutton prices at the moment. Yeah, that's that's right, Jamie. Um, tough tough times um, for sheep and beef farmers, um, and yeah, not much not much relief on the way. Um, you know, we've seen you know obviously weak Chinese demand, which is affecting everything, including um, sheep meat, but also very strong Australian supply, um, adding adding to downward pressure on prices, and of course, like everyone, um, you know, costs are, costs are high as well. So really really tough times. And the um, around the corner we might have might have the you know El Nino and a, and a drought, so that may mean things could get worse before they get better. I suppose we'd better separate sheep from beef because beef is doing better at the moment than sheep meat. Exactly. Yep. Um, you know, beef is hanging in there. Um, you know, it, it it does have that U.S. market to balance the weakness in um, in China, um, and there's a you know. There's um, a bit more demand out there as a result. So beef prices hanging in there, not too bad, and, and we don't expect much change on that front. So sort of steady as she goes uh, for beef prices from here. I was reading some analysis put out last week by Agri HQ senior analyst Mel Croden. Mel was saying, you know, at the moment the schedule's what about six fifty or something like that. But she's suggesting at the peak of the season, January, February, March of 2024, that could drop below six dollars. Now we're talking a hundred dollar lamb or less. And I remember, I remember, or oh, it must have been ten or fifteen years ago, Federated Farmers running a campaign I can't remember what exactly it was called it was something like T150 and basically they were trying to get lamb to $150 so we're nowhere near that no no and you're right um, we are we are sort of um, looking at sub sub six dollars a kilo um, come 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 the autumn if not even late summer so from where we were just a, a year or so ago, you know, well over nine dollars a kilo. That's that's a massive change, and obviously um, a lot of work for farmers to do to to um, you know balance their budgets on the back of that. Can this damage be ring fenced to one season? For instance, as you look into your crystal ball and look forward to the next farming season, twenty four, twenty five, is it going to be better? Yeah, Jamie, that's a good question. I think, um, like I said. There is there is the possibility of of it getting worse before it gets better. If we do get dry and if Australia gets dry, we're going to see a lot of slaughtering um, through the summer and autumn. So things may get get pretty grim. But if if that does happen, then then we would be likely to ring, ring fence uh, this this year, because ultimately that would mean um, less less production down the track and that would help support prices um, you know heading into that well and obviously season. Australia Australia would need to rebuild its flock so no yeah. mutton coming into the system or, or much less mutton coming into the system okay well and, and lambs yep. yeah and lamb yeah Let, let's leave sheep meat let's head to tonight's global dairy trade auction I was talking to Mike McIntyre this morning from Jarden who was on a golf course he said it's going to go down three percent and we've had what four auctions on the bounce that have gone up so that that's good news and I said to him is this a change of direction or is it a blip he said he thinks it might be a blip what do you reckon yeah I think I tend to tend to agree with Mike in terms of where we are expecting a small fall um, is it a blip um, 
Yeah, there's a few things going on. I think you know one thing is that you know, New Zealand production was was fairly good over September. Um, it was up on uh, September last year, um, so that sort of changed changed a little bit of the the sentiment because market was really getting um, worried about El Nino and potential for drought. Well, right here during spring, production is okay. So um, I guess it does depend on what happens on the re- for the rest of spring. If, if production continues to kick on, then we may get a further fall. Um, but um, yeah, I think I think we we, we wait and see um, whether this plays out. One of the darkest clouds hanging over the head of farmers and business people and homeowners at the moment is interest rates. I guess there is some light at the end of the tunnel, uh, Nathan, but it looks like come November the 29th when the Reserve Bank looks at the OCR, they're going to leave it at 5.5. That's good news because I put it to you, another 25 basis point lift would be like a death knell for the economy. Yeah, Jamie, I think you're you're on the money. We 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 don't expect another hike later this month, and and markets have essentially ruled it out. Um, so we can we can head into Christmas with a, a little bit of cheer, if you like. Um, the question really though is what happens next year, um, and for for our part, we we do see um, interest rates remaining high through the year, if not if not going higher. And the main reason is that. Inflation is just really sticky and stubborn, um, and we we think that the Reserve Bank is going to have to keep keep its um, you know uh, foot on the gas to to, to get it down. Um, so so yeah, while 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 relief in November, we expect um, it's still going to be tough come next year. You beauty, Rightio, Let's finish on a happy story. Well, happy if you've got a job. The latest in labour data: unemployment's rising, and as cruel as this sounds, it's actually a good thing. Yeah, that's right, Jamie. We, we saw some interesting data um, last week on labour market. Unemployment rose to 3.9%, and that's the highest it's been since June 21. Um, but what what does this all mean? I think I think for farmers and growers, the, the key thing is it's going to be easier to find staff going forward, easier to find them, and and, and also to keep hold of them. Um, and the other other key thing is that you know that pressure on wages that we've seen over the last couple of years, you know, can the continuing ratchet up of of wages, we think that's going to slow as well. So a little bit of relief um, on that front for farmers and growers over the, over the next year or two. Have you got a winner for the Melbourne Cup? Are you a horsey person? No, no, I'd, I'd probably go with an Irish one, though, if I had to, um, Jamie. What, what about you? I've got no idea. I just drew two donkeys in the office sweepstakes, so I have zero idea and probably zero chance. But it is a race that stops a couple of nations. Looking forward to it tonight at 5pm. See you, Nathan. Cheers, Jamie.